Yo, what's up, everyone? Coach Matt here, your host and owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your first time tuning into the podcast. You're listening to it on your favorite podcast platform. You're watching it on YouTube, wherever you're listening to the show. I'm honored to have you here. If this is the first time you're ever listening to my voice, this is going to be a podcast where you're going to learn the ins and outs when it comes down to health and fitness. You want to learn more about myths. You want to learn more about stuff that is in the fitness industry that you want to see if it's true or not. If you want to just learn about training, nutrition, you want to get motivated and inspired, you just want to educate yourself on how you can become the best version of yourself when it comes down to your body, your health. You want to achieve the goals that you want for your body and health. You want to amplify your progress. You're going to learn it here on the Turn on Lift podcast, and I'm honored to have you here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not yet, writing a five-star review truly does mean the world to me, and it helps us here more than you can imagine, and it takes about a minute or two. I take every review very seriously. I like to read every single review that you guys and girls type up and write up. Because it means a lot to me, and I know you took time out of your day to do so just to think about something to, you know, to write about for the podcast and how this podcast has gave you value, how an episode has changed your life, or maybe a guest speaker touched you in a specific way or moved you in a specific way, and now you're starting your fitness and health journey or helped you get past a roadblock, you know, mindset roadblock, lifestyle roadblock, whatever it is that's happening inside your life. However this podcast has helped you, I want to learn how it did. But not only that, there's tons of people around the world who are looking for an amazing podcast. You're going to help them find this podcast just that much faster. Just like how you review your products on Amazon or Walmart or wherever you're buying stuff online, you check the reviews. Same thing here for podcasting. People are checking the reviews and they want to see what you guys and girls are getting from the episodes. So you're going to help a lot of people out there who are looking for the next podcast for them. You're going to help them find this podcast just that much faster. And as you already know, we've created amazing partnerships with great companies, and they're all here for your benefit. So take advantage of every single one that we give you. Check the show notes, ladies and gentlemen, of every single episode. Every episode has show notes, and in those show notes are the links to every single partnership that we have. And if you want to go ahead and check over or head over to the website, trainerlivestrong.com, you can see it there too. You can There's a tab there for the partnerships. You can go to trainerlivestrong.com forward slash partnerships, and it's all there. Our most recent one is with a meal prepping service that literally you go to the website, you you choose the foods that you want. It shows up at your front door. You put it in the fridge. And once you're ready to eat and put it in the microwave for two and a half minutes, there's no prepping. There's no out buying the groceries. There's no seasoning your foods. There's no dealing with dry chicken. There's no more dishes. All you got to do is microwave and eat these amazing, nutritional, tasteful foods that are going to get you to where you want to be when it comes down to your nutritional lifestyle or the goals that you want for your physique. Amazing. All you got to do is use promo code TRAINHARD at your checkout and I can save you 20% off your first purchase. Ladies and gentlemen, in this episode, I've been asked if you can shred body fat and build muscle at the same time. And we are going to dissect this, and I want to educate you all. I'm going to give you my experience and what I know based off science as well, okay? Education, obviously facts, okay? I'm going to share with you all my my knowledge of how I coach myself, how I coach other people to do the same thing, and just down to the scientific level of if this is even possible. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so here we go. Without further ado, let's dive in this episode. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode.
what's going on? Coach Matt here. Today we have an amazing, amazing topic, amazing episode, and uh, I can't wait to explain it to you all. You know, whenever I first started training, I was a very thin dude, right? In high school, I started, I started training and weightlifting whenever I was freshman, like freshman summer going into sophomore year of high school. And, um, and I started training because I was like super small, right? I was like 5, 10 maybe, but I was like 130 pounds, 132 pounds. So I was very thin. Uh, I've, I was always thin my whole life really, but I was very athletic. You know, I like to play sports. I love to be very active, um, but I never looked athletic. I just looked tall and lengthy really. So I wanted to put on some mass, get a little bit bigger. So I, you know, dedicated myself in the gym, lifting heavy weights. You know, my nutrition consisted of just Taco Bell, loading in Taco Bell right before the gym, um, sucking down some pre-workout, and then, you know, hustling in the gym for like three hours and then going home and just eating a bunch of junk food and then repeating the next day. Um, and I did that for three years, basically, because by the time senior year hit, I was 185 pounds. So I put on a good 50 pounds, and most of it was like obviously fat. I never had a six-pack until... So I started training when I was 13, 14. I never had a six-pack till I was like 21, 22 when I really started figuring out nutrition. So if you look at it, that's like a good gap. It's like six years. How much is that? Six, seven years of just poor nutrition and not figuring it out yet. So ladies and gentlemen, if you feel like right now you have not figured it out yet, it's okay. Go through your trial and errors. Figure, figure it out on your own, right? Listen to a podcast like you are right now. You know, ask a coach, ask a trainer. You know, just how if you're going to go see a doctor, you're not just going to get one quote or one thing. If you're going to go find an insurance company, you're not just going to find one, one quote. You're going to get multiple ones. Same thing with us. Ask different coaches, different trainers the same question to see what kind of answer you get. See what is the truth. And then obviously check the internet too and try to see which one it kind of compares to other answers, you know, and do your education, do your research. But uh, it took me a long time to figure it out. When I started going to school for kinesiology and then, you know, getting my nutritional uh, certification, all that stuff is when I learned about food, nutrition. And uh, that's when I dialed in. But I wanted to build muscle as fast as possible. But then I got to a point in time where I wanted to not just get big. I wanted to get really lean. I wanted to figure out how I can drop my body fat percentage. So then I started to, right? I started focusing on my carbohydrates, like, you know, messing with it a little bit, dropping it a little bit here, only getting high amounts of carbs inside my my body around my workouts, before my training, after my training, and basically for breakfast and like lunch and like for dinner, my carbs would kind of stay kind of low, um, you know, not really too high. Maybe, for example, maybe like 30 grams, 30 to 45 grams of carbohydrates for like lows. And then for my highs, I would hit like 60 to 70 grams of carbohydrates per meal around my workouts. I wanted to get lean. I wanted to see a six pack finally. I wanted to see striations. I wanted to get there, right? So I dropped my carbs kind of low. Now, before when, or before we even hop into if this is even possible, okay, building muscle and shredding fat at the same time, I want to explain to you all the caloric value in every gram of protein, carbs, and fats. So for protein and carbohydrates, one gram of, of uh, carbs or protein is four calories, okay, four calories. So whenever you're looking on the back of your products, nutrition facts, you're checking out your bag of chips and all the other stuff or whatever you you want to look more of or when you're at the grocery store, you flip over, people are flipping over, look at the nutrition facts. Most people don't even know what they're looking at. They just look right at the caloric number, but Whenever you look at that, that caloric number is based off of the grams of carbs, fats, and proteins that you're getting inside of that product or that meal or whatever it is that you're going to buy. That caloric number is based off of that. 
So you get 30 grams of protein, you got to times that by four. That's how many calories are in those 30 grams of protein. This is how you can kind of figure out whether or not there are more things inside this product than others, okay? But that's like another episode, okay? I just want you to understand what that is. One gram of protein, four calories. One gram of uh, carbohydrates, four calories. One gram of fat, nine calories, okay? This is why fat on a nutrition plan or like your diet or whatever the case may be needs to be not too high but you'll see that it's low why is fat at like 45 grams like why is it so low and protein is like 150 carbohydrates like 300 it's because fats you don't need too much of it it's more on for health metabolic health gut health blood health all those things the health aspect is where fatty acids kind of play a big role in it's also a huge energy source as well but because one gram of fat has nine calories, that's a lot. That's five extra calories than a carb or a protein. So whenever you're looking at your food, your meal plan or your nutrition guidelines, and you're looking at it, there are a few things. You have a deficit, you have a maintenance, and you have a surplus. Okay, so what are these three things? A deficit, and I've talked about this many different times, okay, but I want to make sure that we understand this before we jump in this episode. A deficit is where you are eating or you are burning more calories than you're consuming so that means if you are um you know if you're eating let's just say you're eating 2,000 calories but you're burning 2,200 calories so 2,200 calories you're in a 200 caloric deficit so with that being said over a period of time that deficit is going to equal into weight loss or fat loss so the, not the cleaner you eat, but if your food is based off high nutritional, high dense foods and that caloric deficit is coming from a good, knowledgeable place, a place where you know it's taken away from your carbohydrates a little bit, maybe it's taken away a little bit from fats, but not too much, your protein staying the same, your training is staying the same, your intensity staying the same, you're going to dial into dropping body fat percentage. Okay, That's what a deficit is, is when you're burning more than you're intaking. A maintenance phase is exactly what it sounds like, is where you're maintaining everything. There's nothing that's happening. You are eating about or around the caloric intake that you are burning. Now, I know this is almost kind of, I'm going to say it's almost impossible. If you are eating 2,000 calories, I don't know if you can like seriously gauge only burning 2,000 calories. Like if you eat 2,000 calories and you seriously just burn only 2,000 calories, not a calorie more or a calorie less, then, you know, that that's just crazy. I feel like I don't, I don't know if that's possible. But if you guys or girls have achieved it, let me know your secret. I want to know how you did it. That's crazy. But a maintenance phase is basically around there. I'm going to say within like a 50 caloric tolerance, maybe, maybe 100 caloric tolerance, maybe. But your maintenance phase is going to be around there. Okay, so if on Monday, let's say even this too. Let's say on Monday you were in a 100 caloric deficit and then Tuesday you put a 100 caloric uh, surplus you're going to make up for that imbalance. And it's such a small intolerance, 100 calories, that's not really going to do too much, okay? So that's where your maintenance phase is. Now, a surplus is where you're eating more, you're intaking more energy than you're burning. So going back to the 2,000 calories, if you are, let's say, eating 2,500 calories, but you're only burning 2,200 calories, you're in a 300 caloric surplus. So again, just like with a deficit, if your foods are coming for a high nutritional, high dense um, source, then, and your food is spot on, and you're training heavy, you're training, you're doing your thing, you're doing what you need to do inside the gym, that surplus is not too big to where you're going to put so much body fat on. You're going to build a good amount of muscle. You're going to build gradually over time a good amount of muscle, which is how it should be, right? And then with that surplus being said, you're going to put on a good amount of mass over a period of time, six months, eight months, a year. You'll see that you're gradually putting on if you're consistent in the surplus. 
So that's what those three things are. So whenever, and I've been asked this multiple times, and I've asked this like so many times as well. Can you build muscle and shred fat at the same time? Now, this is what is crazy because it's kind of like saying, can you jump in a pool of water and not get wet? To build muscle, you have to be in a surplus, right? Okay, to lose body fat, you got to be in a deficit. So, yo, how the hell can I build muscle and shred fat at the same freaking time? Now, I'm not sure with my experience and obviously my education and learning and research and scientific background, at the same exact time, I I would say you can't do it. Okay, but 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 before before you even be like, oh my god, dude, no, that's it. My life is over. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, at the exact same second, can you can your body build muscle and shred fat at the same time? I don't think that's possible, okay? And and because like I said, you have to be in a surplus to build muscle. You gotta be in a deficit to, to shred fat, to lose weight. So how the hell can that even work? But if you take three months, let's say six months, six month span time, and you are building muscle and also shredding fat at the same time in those six months, I think that is extremely possible. And I've done it and I've helped people do it as well. And this is where, for example, let's say you, you know, you test out your stuff and you're at, we'll talk about, let's talk about males first. Okay. Let's do, you're sitting at 15% body fat and, and your muscle mass is like 140 pounds of you is, is muscle. Okay. So now you're in January. Let's go all the way to, let's just go to August. Okay. Cause it's my birthday month. Okay. So let's go to August. And at that point in time, now you're at, and this is you being kind of lenient, you enjoying food, you doing this and this and that, you know, whatever the case may be. Now you're at 8% body fat and you're at 150, 147 pounds of pure muscle. Okay. That means at the same time, somehow you built muscle and you shred fat at the same time in that eight month span. That is what I'm talking about. That That is extremely possible, and that's 100% what you can do. You don't have to have a complete bulk phase where you build a bunch of muscle or build a bunch of mass and then cut down. You can do that as well. But if you're a person that kind of wants to stay lean year-round, then you need to be on this maintenance line, going above it, coming below it, coming above it, going below it, kind of zigzagging through it. And that is a type of diet, a zigzag diet. And when you zigzag, you're taking these numbers away from your carbohydrates, okay? One, let's say three days, you're going to be in a surplus. In those three days, you're slamming down freaking 350 grams of carbohydrates, just straight pasta, pizza, freaking burgers, all that stuff, right? And then for the next, let's say four, let's say for the next two days after that, you're going to drop that sucker in half by 50%. Okay, you're taking, you're taking half of that chunk, boom, and you're getting all that stuff from vegetables. There's no really heavy starches, heavy complex carbohydrates is good good fiber, high protein vegetables that also have carbohydrates in them as well. And you're getting it all from there. And then because you're doing that, you're spiking your insulin, you're spiking your carbohydrate intake, and then you're dropping it. Your body, carbohydrates act like a huge log, a huge log in a furnace. It's going to bring the heat. It's really going to bring the heat and it's going to amplify your metabolism and it's going to get you nice and hot. So whenever you amplify that for 72 hours and then drop it for 48, you're going to amplify your metabolism so high, right? That not I'm not saying so high where it's freaking insane, but you're gonna amplify it to where it burns an extra, let's say, fifty to hundred calories, and then you're gonna drop it. So whenever your body's meta- metabolic rate is higher, and then you drop it, naturally you're gonna be in a in a state of being where your metabolic rate is high. So whenever you do drop it, that deficit is gonna be higher. Okay, so to kind of put this in a in a better point of view, let's say your caloric intake is 3,000 calories, 
for 72 hours, okay? For 72 hours. And let's just say for easy math, 300 grams of that or 300 grams of carbohydrates are what you're intaking for those 72 hours, okay? So you take the 3,000 calories, you take your 300 grams, you times that 300 grams by four because every one gram has four calories. You times that by four, you take that number, that's how many calories of carbohydrates alone that are in your in your diet in those 72 hours, okay? And then now you're in that 40-hour gap where you're going to drop it by half. So that's 150 grams of carbohydrates. You take that 150 grams of carbohydrates, you times that by your four because that's how many calories, right, is in one gram of carbohydrates. And then you can subtract what it is, the caloric intake that you took from the 300 grams compared to the 150 grams of carbohydrates, and that is now your deficit. That is now where you are dropping down from, right? Which is going to be a good chunk. It's going to be a pretty good chunk. But then now, let's just say, naturally, whenever you were intaking that 3,000 caloric intake for those 72 hours, your metabolic rate naturally was let's just say 2,500 calories, right? Let's just say that. Let's just say 2,700, just to make it easier. 2,700 calories, naturally your body's burning on top of your workout, all that stuff, right? So throughout your day, 2,700 uh, 2, calories, you have, you know, you're burning naturally with inside your workouts, inside you just being alive and stuff like that. So whenever you do drop to the 150 grams, that 2,700 caloric metabolic rate that you have right now, it it's so high because of your three... Your 72 hours or three day gap where you had 3,000 calories. Now, whenever you drop it, let's just say that intake drops you down to like 2,500. Now you're going to be at a 200 caloric deficit. And that can just be more extreme every single time. So, those 72 hour gaps, wherever you bring up your caloric intake and you're in that high, carbohydrate intake zone and then you drop it down you're going to see that you can mess with your deficits there you can mess with your surpluses and whenever you check a competitor's meal plan you check this and that where are they grabbing the 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 calories from where are they dropping the grams from it's almost all the time from carbohydrates why because it's a very easy source to do so your body needs protein has to have it it's a rebuilding macro your body needs it's a necessity it's crucial then you have fatty acids, which is more on the health aspect, healthy for your brain, your bloodstream, your organs, healthy for everything. And then you have carbohydrates. Carbohydrates is a is a macro that can come and go, right? And you've seen it. People do these plans where they're on keto or low carb or whatever the hell it is, and then they're on high carb and then this and that. Carbohydrates can come from many different sources, many different things. So that's a carb that's a macro that you can mess with. It's an energy source. But it's also a, a heavy source that makes the body overweight and becomes obese as well. If we abuse the wrong carbohydrates and deny the other macros, your proteins and your fats. So whenever you mess on the maintenance line, okay, your maintenance line, which I said earlier, is where you're intaking about the same amount of calories that you're burning every single day. If you stick around there, and let's say for three weeks you're in a deficit, two weeks you're in a surplus, and you're going back and forth, back and forth, you're not having big gaps of your year where you're three months of a bulk, three months of a cut, three months of a bulk, three months of a cut. Instead, you break it down into weeks or even days and you zigzag through. And by the time you hit the eight months, you have stayed or dropped a good body fat percentage and you also built muscle over time because you gave your body what it needed to grow the muscle in your surplus zones, which, is, which are the weeks or days that you have been in a surplus. And then you also drop in the body fat because you gave your body time to burn the fat when it was in the deficit zones you see what i'm saying 
Whenever it comes down to in the exact same moment, can you burn fat and build muscle at the same time? Can your body understand the difference? I don't think so. I don't think I can happen because your body has to understand either it's in a surplus and you're giving it more energy than it's burning or you're giving it less energy than it's burning and it's going to create an outcome based off that scenario. Whenever you are training over a period of time within your week, can you build muscle? Can you trick the body to build muscle for two days and and drop body fat for another three days? Yes, I absolutely believe that you can do that. And it's been done because I've done it. And that's why they create these nutritional guidelines where you can zigzag through your, 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 your nutritional lifestyle or your diet. I just hate saying diet. I always try to just not say diet. But for some freaking reason, you just have to sometimes. But that is, that is why you, that's why they invented these things. That's why there's deficits. That's why there's surpluses. That's, that's why there's maintenance phases, right? But aside from this, ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand that if just because you're in a surplus, doesn't mean that you're going to build muscle. Just because you're in a deficit doesn't mean you're going to shred body fat. Okay, There also is just simple weight gain and weight loss. You need to understand that good, strong, lean muscle gets built with a good high protein intake every single day. You need to understand that body fat drops with a high protein intake, good training that stimulates the muscles to grow and to stay hot, right? to, to, to stay firm and lean, and keeping that carbohydrate, that deficit low, to the point to where it can shred body fat, it can it can take the inflammation away, it can take the water weight out, and it can take all that stuff away, right? Focusing on those things, getting your 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 numbers, your caloric intake, your your macros from high nutritional, high dense foods. That's how you're going to make this happen. You can't just make it happen because I've said it before. This is how you can enjoy cheat or not cheat meals. This is how you can enjoy food that is like not healthy, I guess you could say, or however you want to say. It. McDonald's talk about fast food, crap like that, right? You can enjoy these things and you can still lose weight. Weight, ladies and gentlemen, not body fat. Weight. You can still lose weight if you're in a deficit. You can still enjoy these foods if you're in a deficit. If you've been, you know, strong inside your meal plan and you've been in a deficit and for one day you want to get into a surplus, that's not going to damage much. Okay. Yes, you might retain water because you're intaking more sodium. Yes, you might inflame because carbohydrates and those greasy foods, they do inflame the gut. Those things might happen. Give it 72 hours. Your body will go back to where it was. Okay. This is how resilient your body is. This is how incredible your body is. The physique is incredible. But you can enjoy these foods and you can still maintain a weight loss if you stay in a deficit. But if you want to focus on body fat percentage, you want to focus on lean muscle growth, you're going to have to get it from high, high, resourceful, high dense, high nutritional foods. It's not just going to come from McDonald's and Taco Bell and pizza. All because Matt said, yo, if I'm, as long as I'm in a deficit, I can achieve the goals I want. No, you need to make sure that you're getting high nutritional, just healthy foods that are going to fuel your body and give your muscles what they need as well as shredding fat at the same time. So can you build muscle and lose fat at the same time? Is it true? Yes, you can. Absolutely, you can. Okay, as long as you are in that maintenance line and you're kind of playing around, dropping down, coming up, but focusing on your physique, looking at your body in the mirror, focusing on specific numbers if you're working with a coach and you're going to understand what I'm talking about and if you are not working with a coach I highly recommend you do just for even just one time to just see what these numbers are to see how this stuff works and then you can kind of figure it out educate yourself because if your trainer's not teaching you nothing then then that's that's bad you need to learn you have to learn ask questions and if you're not asking questions ask some questions because you need to learn how to how to change your physique. You need to learn how to move your body right. You need to learn how to feed your body, how to 
just give your body what it needs and how to do it on your own because this is your body, your temple. This is how you're going to fix it. It's how you're going to improve it. It's how you're going to do what you want to do with it and be happy for the rest of your life on your own. All right. But learn these numbers. Hit that maintenance phase. Go on a surplus for a few days. Maybe in a few weeks. Go on a deficit for a few days. A few weeks. See how your physique is changing. If you feel like you are, a few ways that you can see that you are inflaming or you're building body fat percentage is if one, your your vascularity is going away. And obviously, two, your the leanness of your body is going away. You're no longer seeing your abs at rest. Maybe now you gotta flex them. Okay, these are simple things that you can see that you are gaining. Body fat, not just weight or inflammation, but body fat, okay? You can see that you're getting bigger, obviously, with girth measurements. You know, measure your arms, measure your legs. Are you growing? Has that leanness stayed there? Has that vascularity improved? Has that vascularity um, stayed the same as you grew muscle at the same time? This is how you can gauge how if you're shredding body fat or maintaining a low body fat and building muscle at the same time. There's many different ways that you can focus on these things. And if you have any questions or maybe I confused you at all in this episode, please reach out. Don't sit there right now in your car, you know, cleaning your house, whatever you're doing right now, doing the dishes, driving to work. Don't sit there right now and be like, dude, this episode freaking blew my mind and I have no idea what fitness is anymore. Don't sit there like that. Reach out. My email for the podcast is here in the show notes. Click it. Email us. Ask us. Yo, in the subject, put episode 199 and let me know what you're thinking. Let me know your questions. I'll get them answered. Okay. I'll talk to you a little bit. If you need help in understanding this, I will sit down with you. We can figure it out together. I mean, that's the beautiful part about today is that I can sit here and record this and even a year later, someone's listening to this and they're going to take advantage of emailing us and us still sitting down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so take advantage of that. Don't sit there in, in, in the corner by yourself in the dark, not understanding what the hell Coach Matt just said. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if I taught you something today, maybe you're like, dude, yes, I can freaking shred fat, build muscle at the same damn time. Coach Matt said it, episode 199, Turn Love Strong Podcast, freaking changed my life. Hell yeah. If I gave you some sort of education, maybe inspired you somehow, motivated you somehow, or just moved you to maybe just do more research on your own as well. All I ask you is simply share it to your best friend, send it to your gym buddy, your mom, dad, cousin, uncle, someone. The more people will get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together. And that's all we're trying to do here, ladies and gentlemen, is, is inspire people to believe in themselves. But if I brought you some value, all I ask you is to share it to your best friend, man. Send it to somebody. The more people will get to listen in, the more lives we can all change together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, but hey, I got to bounce out of here. All right, Coach Matt, you know how we do it over here on the Train Lift Strong podcast. Get out there, train hard, and lift strong. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.